Welcome to Reclaiming Your Voice, The Conversation. I am your host, Vernisa Williams. You may call me V. We are here to have another encouraging and life-changing episode. But first, I want you to know that on this show, we believe that honoring your needs and discovering your values and core values will begin the journey towards healing, reclaiming your voice, and giving God the glory And I hope this episode will do just that. So let's get right into it. As believers in Christ, as our journey continues, we will face, go through, and experience many seasons. And depending on the required preparation for the season, many times there will be a miracle on the other side, depending on your need and perspective. Today's conversation is about what I think many of us do not realize when we are going through a transition and we're experiencing that hard thing. We, and I am including myself, we overlook what is God doing. And then because we don't see what God is doing, we don't partner with him. And that is the very thing he wants us to do. So we are going to look at four opportunities together where we will see the importance of not only waiting on the sidelines for things to happen, but being actively present with faith before the miracle happens. So the first opportunity we are going to go over together is Matthew 14, 13 through 21. And in the passage, this is after Jesus found out that his cousin, John the Baptist, was beheaded. So Jesus went away to spend time with the father, to grieve. And he found out that many multitudes were looking for him. In verse 15, the disciples went to him and said, is this a remote place? And is it already getting late? Send the crowds away so they can go to the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said, that ain't necessary. You feed them. So the disciples was like, we ain't got nothing. What are we, how are we going to feed them? All we have is five loaves of bread and two fish. And Jesus said, bring it to me. Jesus prays over the bread and the fish. And if you know the story, you know that all the people were fed and they were leftovers. Here's my question for you. Are you hungry for the miracle? What do I mean by that? No matter what you are experiencing setbacks, no matter how long you've been waiting for God to do what he promised you, whether it's a new job, whether it's clarity for the next thing, whether it's help with the thing he already told you, and you're trying to walk that out, no matter what that is, how bad do you want it? How long are you willing to wait and believe by faith before the miracle happened. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet come to believe. Is that your posture? What is the unseen evidence that you are walking with? What is the evidence on your heart that when God said he's going to do a thing, he will do it? How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? How bad do you want the miracle? How focused are you seeing the miracle before it manifests itself? How clear it is to you out of the shadow of a doubt. How clear is it to you what God said? 
The second opportunity we are going to talk about is Judges 7. This chapter is about Gideon who had a war in front of him. And God had to show him that only he will get to glory in this battle. As Gideon was preparing for war, Gideon had 22,000 men to fight because only the Lord will get the glory. The Lord want to make sure that the Israelites, they're not going to say they did it. They're not going to say they used their own resources. They are not going to say that they had the money. They are not going to say that they knew the people. They are not going to say, oh, I went to school for this. I know how to war. I know how to fight. I am undefeated. I know the strategy. I know all the things. God wanted to make sure mm -mm -mm, you're not going to boast and brag about anything. I will get to glory in this battle. So the Lord told Gideon to decrease thousands of men as the Lord was getting them ready to fight. The first decrease out of the 22,000 was 10,000. The Lord told Gideon, it's still too many people, decrease more. The final amount of men that was left was 300. 300. And if you read the story, you will see that with the 300 up against thousands of their opponent, of course, the Lord's army won. But here's my question for you. Before the miracle, you may have to let go of some things. Those things may be people. You may have to let go of environments. You may have to let go of your own desires. You will have to let go your way you think it's going to happen and what it should look like. You are going to have to let go of thinking people will understand thinking people will roll with you through the end, you may have to let go of the amount of people that you've had since high school, since your college years. You may have to let go of some things, things that may be hard for you to do so. There are many other examples in the word of God. Letting go brings life. Newness of life. Letting go will bring clarity. Letting go brings God glory. Why? When we are weak, he is strong. He will get the glory from your life. Not anything that you have done. Not any works that you have done. Isn't it amazing that we have the opportunity to allow the Holy Spirit to do works in us, not only for us, but for other people. This move that Gideon had, that the Lord wanted him to do, it wasn't just about Gideon. It was about a people, God's chosen people. Are you willing to let go? Are you willing to change your perspective? Are you willing to renegotiate your core values? Because what have been important to you last season, it may not hold the same weight. It may not be the thing that's going to carry you to the next. It may be an old jar. When God wants to move you to the next with new wine. Third opportunity 
is in Mark 2, 2 through 11. Partner with God and partner with others. This is the miracle about the paralyzed man. That his friends helped him to get to Jesus. They believed in the power of Jesus that they wanted their friend to be healed. So what did they do? They put a hole in the roof. They bust out the roof to lower their friend down so Jesus can heal him. Partnering with God while you are waiting for the miracle may also include you partnering with others. Please do not think that every time God moves in your life, it's just you and him. He will include people. He will include people. Again, this is not about you. He has a way of including people. Show you what your calling is to deliver you, to make a way for you, to show himself mighty in your life, to remind you who he is, to remind you that he is indeed the great I am, that he is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Those moments when you need to be reminded of what he did years past, what he did last month, what he did for your mama, what he did for your girlfriend, what he did for your wife or your husband. He has a way of reminding you, but he's going to use people. He's going to use other people to do it, right? So if we go back to what are some things you have to let go, you may have to let go. Unforgiveness. Because what if the person that God chooses to use to bring you to that miracle is someone that you are holding unforgiveness towards. That is someone that you are holding animosity, that you are bitter towards. You don't know what God is going to do and how he chooses to do it. But he knows what I need and he knows what you need and he knows what it will take to bring you towards the miracle. Are you willing How bad do you want it? Are you willing to let some things go? And are you willing to partner with God and others? Last but not least, the fourth opportunity I want you to see. Last but not least is the fourth opportunity where you can be actively present with faith before your miracle. And that is through Paul's conversion. And this is an Acts 9, 1 through 17. Saul was killing the people that believed in the way. Who is Jesus Christ? And the moment came when Jesus approached him and said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And in verse 5, Saul responded, Who are you, Lord? And the voice replied, which is Jesus' voice, I am Jesus, the one who you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. And a few verses forward, he ended up being blind for three days. So the people that was with him had to help him help him until Jesus sent him help, which is Ananias. So he sent Ananias to go tell to go tell Saul. What's the next steps? And this is what the Lord said to Ananias. 
in verse seven, in verse 11. Go over to Straight Street to the house of Judas. When you get there, ask for a man from Taurus named Saul. He is praying to me right now. I have shown him a vision of a man named Ananias coming and laying hands on him so he can see again. Now, Ananias had, a, had, a, had an attitude with that because Ananias know that Saul was the one that was killing Christians. Again, Jesus knew what he was doing. This conversion from Saul to Paul is a miracle in itself. This is the miracle of relationship. This conversion is one of my favorite things about Paul. As you know, Paul written many books of the New Testament. He walked his life boldly. And here's the thing. What all Saul have done that's recorded, what has not been recorded. Saul did horrendous things. He was a murderer. He persecuted Christ openly and arrogantly. What have you experienced in your life? That has you thinking that Christ does not want you. That Christ will reject you. What happened to you that has caused you to have shame and guilt in your life? That you think you are too far gone for Jesus to have his arms open for you? What are you holding on to that you have made an idol to bring you false safety, false peace, false security? Have you been to jail? Have you murdered someone? Have you caused pain to other people? Have you had abortions? Could you have treated and raised your children better? Even you have come to a moment where you realize that you didn't know better, but now you do, and you're allowing the enemy to hold it over your head. There was no perfection. And guess what? Jesus still died for you. He still sees you as his masterpiece. He died for your soul. He gave his soul and replaced for mine and yours. You are still viable to Jesus. No matter what you have experienced, no matter what you have done. And he still have miracles waiting for you. Is that something that you can believe? Could that alone, can that thought, if you change your perspective towards how God sees you through the eyes of Jesus, could that be your miracle? Could that be the faith that you need to see a miracle? Because of my past searching for love when I was very young, I gave my body to whoever wanted it. I did not know my worth. I did not know my value. I didn't know who I was. All I knew that I had a void. And all that I have done trying to figure out what love is to experience what real love is. I disrespected myself. I disrespected other people. I did not hold um, worthiness and pride for the body that God gave me. He created you. He created me. But at the time, I did not, I did not realize 
that the that what was missing was my need to understand God's love for me and all those things that I was gravitating to that I was trying to figure out on my own one positioned me to be further away from the father but also two it prolonged it didn't stop because no weapon formed against me prospered but it prolonged my opportunity to experience the miracle of salvation through Christ. It didn't stop anything. And I am a Romans 8.28 believer that God would turn around bad to good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. When I had my Paul conversion, it was the right time and the right place, how it had to happen. What miracle are you waiting for? You're going to have to partner with God. You're going to have to let go of some things and you have to have a posture of wanting it bad enough. I had this revelation when I was preparing for this episode about Paul. Paul mentioned in 2 Corinthians 12 that he continuously prayed for God to remove a thorn in his side. No, the Bible does not mention exactly what it is. But I had this revelation of the thorn in his side. The thorn was a reminder of the thorn that was placed on Christ's head. And this piercing of Paul's side, the piercing of pain in Paul's side was the piercing of the sword that went through Jesus' side when the Roman soldiers wanted to make sure that he was dead. It could have been a reminder to Paul. After all what Paul had did to Christians, maybe Jesus wanted him to remember every single day of his life that just in case Paul was going through his head and going through what he used to do. What if Paul was having nightmares about it? What if Paul had doubts about it? All would he have gone through all the persecution? I can't imagine that he went through that without having a thought of not going back to not letting it all go. Even when he was in his moments of weakness, the reminder of what Jesus done for him. Could that have been a great motivator for Paul to keep going no matter what? What past miracle? What past opportunity? What past interaction you had with God that as you are waiting for the miracle, you can hold on to? That you can place it on your mind every day, that you can wrap it around your body. You can wear it like a coat that you will stand firm, remembering what God has done in the past by faith, believing that Jesus is Lord in your life, Savior in your life, and he will see you through.
believing that he is interceding for you on the right hand of the Father. That God is not a man that he should lie. When he makes a promise, it's stamped. It's a done deal. Whether you are like Abraham and wife Sarah, having to wait 25 years to experience their miracle, to experience their promise, are you willing to believe that your miracle is on the way? Being mindful now of some things that may happen before it comes to pass. I hope that this episode of the conversation met you where you are and will give you a new perspective as you wait to continue the conversation. Subscribe so you will be right here for the next episode of OYV The Conversation. And always, now and after, be well and peace out.